As soon as she's gone, I race back to my room and yank the dress over my head. I throw it toward the armchair in the corner, and it floats down on a soft pillow of air, coming to rest on the seat, a silky white pool of fabric. I kick the flip-flops off, too. They land in a jumbled teepee under the chair. I leave them there, leave the opened box of clothes there, too. I'm done with trying stuff on. Friday morning, a soft, sliding kind of sigh wakes me up. It's hardly a noise at all. I groan, still not knowing any better, still sort of half asleep, and let my arm flop off the side of the bed. Must be the dog. Mm. Hey, blacky boy, I mumble as I roll onto my side, looking in the corner for my black lab. He makes all sorts of noises. Although, his sighs are usually world-weary, trying-to-be-patient-with-the-human sighs, not eerie and soft like this one. Was that you? You hungry? Blackie's not in the corner. I blink to clear my sticky, early-morning vision and glance around. Blackie is lying by the foot of my bed, staring over his shoulder at me quizzically, as only a dog can, with eyes that seem inexpressibly old. I know I heard a sound, an almost human-sounding sigh, and it came from the corner of my room. Inside my room. I'm sure of it. As I slide my gaze back that way, a chill slithers over me. You know, like that moment in the dark when you suddenly think someone or something might be in the room with you. Only my room's not dark at all. It's clear and bright outside. Sunlight is pouring through my skylight. Even so, my room feels creepy and strange now. I peer into the corner, searching for any sign of movement, for anything different, like a mouse or squirrel or something. But the dog would have been all over that, I think. Wouldn't he? The only thing I see is my chair. Except the white dress is no longer heaped in a haphazard pile. It's laid out all nice and neat, with the straps up over the back cushion and the skirt spread out over the seat. The two matching flip-flops are sitting side by side in front of the chair, toes pointed toward me. Like there's an empty girl sitting there in an empty dress with her empty flip-flops looking right at me. I sit up quick and swing my legs over the side of the bed. The room tilts around me and the floor is flying up to meet my face, so I grab the edge of my mattress and take a deep, calming breath. Or try to. Mom! I yell toward the door. No answer. Mom! I hear her muffled reply. Did you lay out my new dress? I call to her. What dress, sweetie? As if she knows nothing about it. My heart squeezes into a knot. Has Dad been in my room? I grip my knees. Still in Phoenix, business trip. Oh, yeah, he's still out of town. I knew that. Not that Dad would ever come in my room and clean up or anything. Is everything okay? Mom's voice floats closer. My door creaks as she swings it open. She leans against the frame, cradling a mug of steaming coffee between her hands. Her eyes flick over the dress, and then to me. Oh, that's pretty she says, not waiting for an answer. Did Gran get you that? Yeah. And you're keeping it? 
She lifts her brows. I don't know. I have the weirdest feeling in the pit of my stomach. Not like I'm going to throw up, but like I'm hollow inside. Like that empty dress. I know I didn't lay it out flat like that. I distinctly remember throwing it onto the chair. In my mind, I see a pool of silky white fabric. The flip-flops weren't arranged like that either. Arranged, as if someone placed them side by side like that. But no one's been in my room.